0: I'm Adam Menes, And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast.
1: Today we're going to give you seven great albums you don't know. Going deep cuts today, eh? Deep cuts, yo. All right. Uh, we're going aggressive, too. We're saying that, that you don't know these. Uh, the odds of at least one of you out of our thousands of You'll Hear It listeners knowing some of these... Of these seven, pretty high. But what we're talking about are deep cuts, albums that went under the radar and not for the good reason why some albums go under the radar because they suck. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> but these are like some of our favorites that, you know, for me, I'm always surprised when I'll mention one. It's almost like, oh, I've never heard of that. And they just, for whatever reason, um, maybe, you know, sometimes it's cyclical. People talk about them for a few years. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to jump right in with my number one um, great album that you don't know, but now you do. And that's New High by uh, Kenny Wheeler. Nice. And this is a great album. I think it was like mid-70s, 75, 76, something like that, on ECM. Um, it's uh, Kenny, uh, Kenny, Keith Jarrett, Keith, Kenny, Jarrett, as they yeah. used to call him, on piano, um, Jack D. uh I believe it's Dave Holland on bass. Um, bunch, and of slouches, bunch of slouches, Bunch of slouches. And, you know, it's kind of unique, and it is a little bit known just because, you know, Keith Jarrett as a sideman didn't happen that that much. But to me, like, his compositions on here are just incredible. The sound, of course, you know, iconic ECM sound. Um, But if you haven't got a chance to hear that, uh, check that one out. New High, and it's G-N-U High. See, this is one I actually kind of know. You know, we've been talking about how I didn't really get into ECM
0: until the last couple years. Uh Uh-huh. And this is one that I've been checking out, and it is fantastic. So I
1: actually know this one, man. Okay. Well, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the audience doesn't know it. All right. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm saying.
0: Well, you know, if you, our audience is actually pretty sophisticated, so I'd be surprised
1: uh, if if we don't get well, some, we can swing some back. emails about this. Like, we can always swing back and do seven deeper cuts. That's true. Know, we, can, like we can that. go crazy with this. Yeah.
0: All right. So I'm going to go. This is actually one of my favorite albums ever. This is Grant Green, St. Louis' own Grant Green's debut album called Grant's First Stand. Grant Green is an unbelievably groovy guitarist. This is from 1961. He was y- pretty young. Yep. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and Seven. Yeah. No, this is a, a guitar quartet with organ and saxophone drums, and it is so swinging, man. The first track, Miss Anne's Tempo, is an F-blues that is, like, so grooving. This really... Uh, I went deep into this when I was a kid, and I still think about this, the feel of this album all the time. And when
1: you bring it up to, to people, they're usually like, oh,
0: what? Man, I'm surprised at how many people don't even know Grant Green.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, he's kind of a deep-cut master in a way. And
0: if they know him, they kind of know him
1: for his, like, groovy stuff, late yeah. 60s, early 70s. Yep. But, like,
0: man, don't sleep on Grant Green. Seriously, exactly. good
1: stuff. Exactly. All right, well, next I'm going to go with Bobby Hutcherson, Total Eclipse. Hmm. um This is one of his great Blue Note albums. Uh, a little bit, well, not really later because he kept going for so long, but like, I think it's like 1969, 1970, right around that time. And I'm always surprised that it's not one of his top Blue Note albums. I love the cover on it, I love all the tracks. It's like mostly, I think it's all originals except for Matrix is on there. Hmm. And it's with, you know, Chick Corea's great tune, Matrix. Um, and Chick is playing piano on there. Harold Land was right during that period when he was playing with Bobby Hutcherson a lot. Um, I think it's Joe Chambers on drums. Um, but the tunes are just great. Herzog is on there, too, and I used to play a whole lot back in New Orleans in the 90s and stuff. And it's just one of those ones that I'm always surprised that I never hear anybody talking about because I think it's just one of his best.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I actually don't know that one, and I can't wait to check it out. Uh, thanks for introducing me to that deep cut <laughs> you, you are welcome. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go with someone who uh, the artists themselves is not a deep cut at all. And that's Antonio Carlos Jobim. But this album. Brazilian guy? Uh, I think <laughs> he's a Brazilian cat. Yeah. <laughs> now, this album is from, uh, I think it's from the early to maybe mid 70s, like 74. I'll have to look this up. But it's called Stoneflower. Uh, it's really, it's kind of kitschy even. Um, mm. But some really good players on that. Ron, Ron Carter is actually playing bass on this. And. Uh, Tom Jobim's playing like roads and doing a lot of singing mm. and the vibe of it feels just incredible this is a really special album if you haven't heard Stoneflower it's really quirky but there's still some big hits you know he plays Brazil this great like nine minute long version of Brazil and it's
1: uh it's a really fantastic record nice i ne- never heard it I'm adding that to my list of uh ones yep. to check out thank get, you get in there get in okay there. Um, Next, I'm going to go, what are we on to? One, two, three, that's four. So number five is uh, Ellis Marsalis and Branford Marsalis made an album um, in the mid-90s called Loved Ones, maybe mid to late 90s. It's called Loved Ones, and it's a duet record. It was on Columbia CBS, and I think it's one of the most beautifully recorded and played records from, I mean, I'm a big fan of Branford and Ellis, uh, but I think it's some of their just outstanding work. And nobody talks about that album. Uh, they're playing a bunch of just great standards. Um, Stella by Starlight, Bess, You Is My Woman, really like old school standards. Uh, but it's cool because Ellis plays some super just, I mean, everything, he just touches the piano, just super modern chords, but very restrained and like, very appropriate for a duet situation. Branford's, you know, sound is just incredible. A lot of soprano playing, and a lot of, you know, kind of adventurous playing on both their sides, but huh. very appropriate. And and I don't think they've played. I mean, obviously they're related because they're father and son, <laughs> but I don't think they ever did a whole lot of playing together. And I've mentioned to Branford several times how much I like that record, and he's always like, "Man, thanks a lot." He's like a lot of people. He's like, "No one ever really mentions that record." Yeah, how do I? How have not heard this record? I've never it's heard this. It's a deep this. cut, dude. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm uh, hooking
0: you up. Uh, we need to do, like, four more of these episodes. This is great just for me personally. Oh, it? we could just do one
1: 28 uh, deep cuts. Now, no one has time for that. <laughs> exactly.
0: We've been doing a lot of stuff about being efficient with your practice. <laughs> That's you right. You can't take up 28 <laughs> yeah, minutes sorry. people's time. All right,
1: hurry up. All right, sorry. Number six.
0: Uh, so, uh, number six, I'm going to call a little audible here, and I just I thought of this uh, deep cut record, and I this is one of my most listened to records probably the past 10 years. Uh, it's Continuo. By Avishai Cohen, the bassist Avishai Cohen. Yeah, um, this is a amazing record, especially if you like modern jazz comp- composition. Avishai Cohen is obviously a brilliant composer, and this has Sam Barsh on piano, uh, Mark Juliana on percussion. Um, it's got some some. Uh, some other musicians uh, that do some really crazy stuff. It's it's so beautiful. Composition is so strong. The grooves are like so grooving. I mean, yeah. it's like Mark Juliana, so it's gonna be it's gonna feel great. Yeah. And Sam Barsh uh, just
1: plays his tail off. It's a really cool record. I love like when you discover an album that's kind of you know either under the radar or you feel like hasn't been discovered by a lot of others, but it's really like I can already tell by how you're describing it. It's just like so pleasing to listen to, yeah. um, that's such a great thing because there are so many gems out there. I mean, you know, a lot of the ones that are the opposite of a of a deep cut, a shallow cut, you know, yeah. whatever, those are great. And the ones that, you know, the kind of blues and the giant steps, those are amazing. But when you see that the depth of this music, and and I think for all these, what we're talking about too, is these are all really strong albums. They're not just the deep, I know we keep saying deep cut, that implies a <laughs> track, but we're talking about complete albums. And that takes something. I mean, because we've both been involved with – playing on some albums where a few parts of it are good but you know sometimes you're like it could, could have been better or whatever but when you are part of something that's that's great even if it's not discovered it's it's a lot of fun
0: well you know the thing about uh, I think making a great album is it has to be a, a combination of like you know you're you're super passionate about that project and also timing can play a big thing of like right. for whatever reason the people that were just involved in the project yeah you know because everybody's at this level is very very good yeah and, and everybody's but but there's just a, a magic in the timing or the relationships yeah, yeah. where the whole thing comes. And it's together. not that
1: easy. I mean, people no. even like in in the movies, they'll talk about they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe Meryl Streep made that horrible movie. It's like she didn't make, go out. To, well, no, <laughs> she's maybe a bad example because I think she might not have ever. But she's been in some movies that weren't as good as others. It's like you don't go out to do that. But sometimes the stars don't align. And, no, that's true. you know, you know, some things get off. Yeah, this is art. This is not a perfect science at all. That's right. That's right. You get, you get what you pay for. <laughs> oh, oh, actually, you do have to pay for these. <laughs> okay, <a> so. <laughs> you don't have to
0: pay for this podcast. Thank oh, then no, you don't. Exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. Okay, so number seven, uh, I'm going to go a little, bit, uh, a little bit self-indulgent here and go with Christian McBride's uh, 2013 release uh, called People people music huh and I love this record yes I am playing piano I was on gonna it. say that sounds familiar <laughs> yeah link below directly to purchase <laughs> no it's um, I am on it but that's that's kind of the only reason I know about it <laughs> it's because I'm on it <laughs> Because hey, I've never heard anyone talk about this to the point like I had to go back. I didn't listen to it for a couple of years after we recorded it. And because I didn't hear anything about it, I was like, oh, I guess that album's not that good. I mean, I knew it was good. That's a good people. album, though. It's man.
0: a very good album. I, I will second this one. Yeah. If
1: you, I, I, I can't believe people might not know about this. This is a really good I've album. I've never heard anyone talk about it. Maybe oh. I don't know the right people. Interesting. I just think it kind of flew in. I mean, it's it's pretty recent, too. So I guess. And now that I'm thinking about it, I think we recorded it. 2013 but maybe it didn't come out until a couple years later but anyway it's you know it's with one of christian's groups called inside straight that i've i've been playing with over the last you know seven eight years and it's just you know it's like steve wilson on saxophone warren wolf on on vibraphone carl allen on drums and it's just and ulysses owens as well on drums and it's just such a uh You know, it's like a lot of Christian's music. Actually, I think it's one of my tunes on there, maybe one of Warren's. Um, But it's just, it's really a nice working band, but a really well-recorded great souls. Everybody's like listening a lot, and it's a nice statement. Christian put together a really nice kind of statement from beginning to end of the album.
0: Yeah, I love that album.
1: That's great. So that's the uh, seven great albums that you don't know, but now you know them. So go check them out, and you'll hear it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the You'll Hear It podcast. You can go to youllhearit.com to get more information, submit a question, or just say hello. Where well, you can do that. Absolutely.
0: All right. And if you like what you heard, please leave a review and a rating below.
1: Thanks.